Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter. My mission is to empower people to become the best versions of themselves so that they can live their best lives. I'm redefining success so people stop living the lives they think they should live and start living the lives they love. Join me weekly as I share my own insights and speak with guests that have embraced their unique gifts into living life on their terms. I hope these conversations inspire you to make the most out of your life by being your best self. Remember, be you, be beautiful. Hey, you guys, thanks for joining me for another episode of the BU podcast. I'm really excited to share this conversation with you all today. But first, I do have to apologize because the audio on my end is not the best. And I think it was just because I was so fired up talking um, that I just couldn't sit still and wasn't like by my microphone the whole time. So apologies for that. So I hope you bear with me and lessons learned on my part. Um, but anyway, moving on to the episode, I got to speak with Dr. Denise Moravel, and Dr. Denise is a speech pathologist, a best-selling author, a speaker, and a personal development coach. She is the founder of the Own Your Amazing Movement to empower women to find their unique voice and live their amazing life. I am all about it. I love it. And I absolutely loved our conversation about finding your own voice. And I really love what she's doing with the Own Your Amazing Movement. And I just can't wait to hear what you all get out of this conversation and really just live into your amazing, own your amazing. And, you know, let us know what you thought. Enjoy. Before we get into the show, I wanted to take a moment to share how I host my podcast using Anchor. It's free and easy to use. You can record and edit using your phone or computer, and then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's super easy to use, and they do the work for you. I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on to the show. Dr. Denise, thank you so much for being on the BU podcast today. Will you just take a moment to tell about yourself and who you are? Uh, I'm Dr. Denise Moore-Rivelle. Um, I consider myself, I call myself an urban bale. I know most people are like, what is that? <laughs> I'm already intrigued. What is that? <laughs> yeah, so I was born in an urban city. I was born in Washington, D.C. I was actually raised in a small town in North Carolina. So instead of being a southern bale, I'm an urban bale. <laughs> <laughs> I love and, it. And so um, I've had the privilege of living in both worlds, you know, living in the South, but also, um, you know, born, raised in an urban area. And I've been actually living in the Washington, D.C. area for over 25 years now. So um, I just enjoy family, I enjoy friends, um, enjoy hanging out, having a good time. Uh, but professionally, I've been a speech language pathologist for over 25 years now, and I work primarily with uh, young children who um, come with all different types of speech impediments or language difficulties. Um, but about four years ago, I started a movement called the Own Your Amazing Movement, and so I can't wait to share more about that. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to get into that, um, but I would love to hear a little bit more about how you got into your career and working um, as um, with children, especially like with speech and stuff. So tell me a little bit how you got into that. Yeah, actually, when I went off to college, I was undecided. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know what I wanted to do, you know. And so this class that they had for freshmen um, were for undecided majors. Mm -hmm. And so um, they would have different people to come in throughout, you know, each week to talk about different careers. 
And so someone came in as a speech pathologist. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so the more I learned about it, the more I was very intrigued, but also very moved um, with helping people to communicate. And so uh, it kind of fell in my lap. But as my family, they would say, I've been talking since, you know, talking at the womb. <laughs> <laughs> I just love communicating with people. I love connecting with people. And I love being able to help people who have a challenge with that, you know? Yeah. Um, one of the quotes that I have up in my, I have a private practice and on the wall on my office, it has communication is the foundation of human connection. Mm -hmm. Connect that's human beings to communication, right? Yeah. So if you have someone who has an issue with that, it's really hard for them to, to connect on a human level with other human beings. Definitely. And so to be able to help, especially young children, to help them to learn and to develop their speech and their language so that they can thrive and be confident and go out and, and change the world. You know, I just think it's a privilege to be able to help them to do my part in helping them to be better communicators. Yeah, I love it. And it's like, it's definitely, you know, when you get them started young and having that confidence to be a good communicator, like that is just so important because yes, everything is based off of communication. And I think it's, kind of sad because, um, you know, with like the work that I do and seeing things like communication is something that I think people still have to constantly work at. Um, mm -hmm. But sometimes you find like, how do people not know some like basic communication skills? So right. I think it's something everyone needs to, you know, work on and especially getting started. Now. I think that's really great. Um, and so one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today was um, the power of your own voice. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of curious since, you know, you said that you've always been uh, communicating and talking out of the womb. Did you, <laughs> did you always feel like that your voice had power or what was that kind of journey for you? Oh, um, great question. And so even when I talk about voice, I talk more about, it's more about your own sense of self, right? Even though I talked a lot, there were times in my life I did not feel heard or that it was appropriate for me to talk. You know, I grew up in an era where it said, you know, I was told children should be seen, but not heard. Right. And so I was just blessed to have great parents who did encourage me to talk and communicate and share my ideas. Uh, but that was, uh, that was not necessarily the case once I got outside, outside of home, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, when I got into school, you know, uh, it was me, you know, may not have been, you know, well received, to talk and communicate and share ideas. And so uh, there were times in my life that I did lose my voice. I did lose my sense of self and who I was. And so when I talk about voice, it's really showing up as who you are, expressing fully who you are and not allowing other people's voices <laughs> to drown out your own, um, drown out your own sense of what it means to live your own life. And so I did struggle with that for many years um, but I think one turning point for me was when it was time for me to choose a college. Uh, and so there was one particular school that everyone assumed I was going to attend. Great school, you know, family members had attended there, but I just felt like it was not going to be a good fit for me. Yeah. But I didn't have the courage, the confidence to speak that, to say it, right? Mm-hmm. So the story goes where it was time to apply for colleges and I applied to different schools Mm -hmm. And so then months go by and people, you know, started getting acceptance letters to these different colleges, right? 
So I got acceptance letters from this college and that college. And my dad was like, hey, did you get your acceptance letter from this particular school? And I was Mm -hmm. like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Two weeks go by. He's like, did you get your acceptance letter from this particular school? I was like, no. (laughs) And so I think he was beginning to get suspicious, right? Yeah. So, um. Finally, he asked me one more time, have you gotten your letter from this particular school? He said, I heard that other people who who uh, who applied there got their letter. I said, well, no, dad, I hadn't gotten my letter yet. <laughs> so finally, I said, I have got to tell my dad the truth, right? Yeah. And so I said, well, dad, we need to have a conversation. We need to talk. I need to share something with you. I said, well, the reason why I have not gotten a letter from that particular school is because I never applied. Yeah. I never applied. And to say that he was a little upset with me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how did that conversation go? (laughs) Yeah. And so I didn't apply, but I did not um, have, I didn't feel like I had the voice to say to him, to my guidance counselor, to my family man, like, I don't want to go there. But finally I said, dad, I don't want to go there. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a good fit for me. And so I felt at that point was when I got my voice. Yeah. I got my power. It was like, I have to speak up for me. I have to use my power to make a decision about my own life. I, you know, I can no longer allow other people voices to silence mine. It's like, I didn't want to go. (laughs) And so once I shared that with him, he totally got it. He said, I get it. I hear you. Okay. Where do you want to go? And so that really gave me the taste of like, you know, using my power, the power of my own voice um, to create my own life. Yeah, I mean, that's such a great example because I think so many people can relate to that, especially like when you have a family that all goes to a particular college and like that's yes. just the expectation or even mm-hmm. if it's like what, uh, if someone expects you to be in like a certain career because it's like the family thing and this absolutely, like, but I don't really want to do that. But then, you know, we're so afraid to kind of speak up for ourselves. And I love um, when you finally do speak up for yourself and then people we're like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. Like, what do you want to do? Because we think like, you know, it's so scary. Like, what are they going to think? And, stuff. And, I, and I know like for everyone, people aren't always going to accept it, but it is um, good when the people that support you do accept your decision because then it just kind of gives you that power to keep. And that's a good point yourself. you made. That's a good point you made because um, there have been other times in my life when I did speak up and people were not receptive to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were like, what are you doing? Are you kidding me? Why are you doing that? Um, one particular incident was when I started my private practice, when I started business, going into business for myself. Yeah. It was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You need to keep your job. And at the time I quit a very great job. I quit. Mm-hmm. I was a supervisor. I ran a department, but I quit <laughs> yeah. because I was like, it was time for me um, to start my own practice. I wanted to, I wanted to do it. That's what I wanted to do. That's how I wanted to express myself professionally. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, everybody was not on board. They was like, you're going to quit a good job to start your own practice, your own business. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to give it a shot, you know? So, yeah. so tell yeah. me more about that. Um, because like what, what helped you to kind of overlook those voices and keep pushing through of like, no, this is what I'm going to do. And I feel confident in that because, you know, a lot of times someone can, um, you know, say like, oh, I'm going to quit and start my own practice. And then someone comes along and is like, no, that's not a good idea. And then like, they never 
get started because they let the fear of other people's like what other people say get in so like what made you have that ability to kind of ignore those voices and keep moving forward um it was just again i had gotten to a point in my life where um, my own sense of happiness fulfillment feeling on living on purpose you know yeah. That was greater than someone is that someone else's opinion about what I should do with my life. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I I really <laughs> had to talk to myself and really encourage myself and like, you can do this. You got this. You're ready to try, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I, and I told myself, if all else fails, you can go back and get a job. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not like it's in the world, but I felt like I owed it to myself to try, mm-hmm. to give me a chance. You know, and so um, and so I just had to keep talking to myself, especially in the beginning when um, things weren't, you know, happening great. And there were times even in the process over the years where I had this great contract and then it ended. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? But I had to keep telling myself, listening to myself, don't turn back, keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, Because everyone was telling me all these statistics about how businesses fail the first five years, you know. Right. Thank you for telling me that. (laughs) <laughs> so I could not focus on that and I kept telling myself that's not going to be my story mm-hmm. that is not going to be my story I'm going to be able to do it and so I'm in my I think 16th year now oh awesome so it's, it really matters what you tell yourself that's why your own voice what you're saying to yourself matters the most it really does yeah. it really really does that's the power of your own voice, listening to yourself, telling yourself you can do these things, believing in yourself. That's the most important thing ever. I'm telling you, it's it's the game changer. Yeah. Oh, I love that too. And that you bring that up because, you know, when I was thinking about like the power of your own voice, I was just kind of thinking of like, you know, knowing uh, what you stand for and being Mm -hmm. able to communicate that to others. Um, but I, it's definitely internally too, like you've got to talk to yourself positively and so that you can build that belief in yourself and create that foundation. Absolutely. Because what I know for sure is our own voice, what we tell ourselves is the most powerful voice. Mm-hmm. Um, because there'll be, there'll be people in my life, your life to say, Hey my God, you're so amazing. You can do this, you know, this thing. They can see it. They can see we have the capabilities, the potential to do great things. Yeah. But what do we tell ourselves? We, we'll talk ourselves out of it. Right. We'll talk ourselves out of it. While yeah. everyone else is like, you're amazing. You got this. You can do it. And we'd be like, no, I don't think so. I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have this. We'll talk ourselves right out of it. Yeah. So my job for me is I try to talk myself into it. <laughs> yes, I love that. And so why, I mean, why do people um, talk themselves out of it? Like, why is it so much easier to do that? And like, why do people struggle with finding their voice? Unfortunately, we have been trained, conditioned <laughs> through our families, through the society, just to um, not to believe in ourselves, to, yeah. to listen to other people, to believe other people's voices and opinions to matter more than our own. I just think we've been trained to do that. And yeah. so only you're amazing is like retraining you, retraining yourself to say, no, I get to own it for myself. Mm-hmm. I get to define success for myself. I get to define my life for myself. I get to create my, my work-life balance, whatever that may look like. I get to define it for myself. And so 
I'm just encourage, I encourage people to, to look within, to say, well, what is it that you really want? Not what you should want, not what other people say you should want, but what is it that you really want? And yeah. get really in touch with that. Yeah, and I was, you know, going to ask, um, like, what is one step that someone can take to start to find that power of themselves and uh, really identify that? And I mean, it kind of sounds like to look within and um, figure out what you really want. So, uh, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you have like another action step, uh, please share it. But then, like, what do you recommend for people to really find, like, what they actually want? It's, it's funny, when I start working with clients, that's the first question I ask them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the hardest question. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I like, what do you want? And they was like, well, I don't want this. I don't want that. Well, I should want this and I should want, you know. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want? What do you like? What lights you up? What sets your soul on fire? Yeah. And we're not taught to ask ourselves these questions you know what I mean mm-hmm. think about careers when we think about going to college getting going to, to a career we're not normally asked what do you like what do you want to do we we usually say well this is a good profession you can make money in this one or this one it's a different criteria right, right. yeah <laughs> and it's like well no what do, what do you like what do you want to do or someone say oh you know I may I want to do this but there's no money in that but that's what yeah. I like that's what sets me on fire yeah you know and so I think if we just take the time to be reflective, to get quiet, to get still, to say, and really listen, because again, we've been so busy with doing everything, you know, running to and fro. We've been so busy listening to everyone else that we really don't take the time to hear ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I do with my clients, I say like, what kind of ice cream do you like? And they was like, chocolate. I said, how do you know you like chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> you really like chocolate is that what you really like and they be like well, I don't know you know it's like, it's like I'm like do you really like it or do you really like something else would yeah. you and he was like oh yeah okay it's like well I like this chocolate from this particular ice cream brand great you know what I'm saying it's like get specific like what is it that you really like <laughs> you know yeah. and so um that is the first step, and it sounds simple, but it's very powerful. Yeah. Very, very powerful, because here's the thing. I wrote a book, and one of the favorite cha- my favorite chapters in the book is called Divine Design. I mean, I believe in a creator that created everyone to be special, unique, and amazing. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you have to really look and say, well, who am I? Who am I? What do I come with? What kind of characteristics, what kind of traits? What do I like? You know, what, what makes me happy? What makes me feel fulfilled? And I'm telling you, we spend weeks just on that, (laughs) you know, like, well, who are you? What do you want? And what do you like? Because most of the time we just don't take the time to discover that for ourselves. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because it should feel like simple, like, oh, I like this. Like it's obvious, but (laughs) it's like, no, you got to really think because yeah, like we're, you know, conditioned and trained to like, you know, just spit out the easy answer or the answer that's like acceptable. Yes. Um, but then to like really dig deeper and think of like, well, what do you, what do I specifically enjoy and like? And yeah, um, yeah, I can definitely see that taking some time. Like right now I'm just like, ah, oh, I need to do some journaling about these questions. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't know the answer. <laughs> and what's funny 
point is like we you would discover things about yourself that you didn't really know which is kind of crazy because you with yourself 24 hours a day you know but it's right. like but it's, it's, it's this whole thing about personal development and self-discovery like well who am, who am I because as I'm getting older some things that was important to me 20 years ago they're not important to me anymore right yeah not important to me before they're now important to me like who am I what what is the priority for my life what do I like now what do I want to do now in my life but if I don't take the time to answer those questions then I'll keep just going 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 and wondering why I'm not happy why I'm not fulfilled because the things that used to fill me up they don't fill me up anymore yeah yeah and I I mean that's a good point to like think about like you know life changes and you change as a person and things will be um things that you're interested in will be different and stuff so I mean do you recommend for people to do like check-ins with themselves on a regular basis and like what kind of what does that look like oh absolutely <laughs> yes <laughs> yes if not daily check-in but leave weekly and one of the things you said journaling mm-hmm. I've been journaling for years and I continue to do that that's that's my space to kind of really get my thoughts out and for me to mull over things and what do I think about this and which direction do I want to go uh, like for me like I said earlier I've been living in the Washington DC area for over 25 years now and mm-hmm. so now it's like well I want to move back south yeah I do you know it's like well why do you want to move back south it's like oh I want a different quality of life now mm-hmm. I want to reconnect with my family yeah. So my priorities have shifted. When I first came to the areas to go to college and get a job, you know, I don't want that anymore. I don't want the hustle and bustle anymore. Yeah. I want a different lifestyle now. I want to, I want to grow a garden, you know. Recently I said, you know, I was talking with somebody, I'm like, now I want to be a beekeeper. I know I want to <laughs> get some bees and have some honey in the backyard. You know, it's like, oh, that sounds fascinating. Oh, I want to learn about that. So we can grow, we can change, but if we don't stop and check in and tell my, and give my, and give yourself permission to say, this is who I am now. And this is what I want my life to look like. Not, we just keep going. And I'm telling you, we'd be unhappy, unfulfilled, bitter, tired. Like life is not, you know, great, but life should be amazing. Yeah. It should be exciting. She should want to get up every day. Um, I, it was a, it was a statistic I read about 80, at least 80% of the people hate their jobs. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's, it's so sad. And then I was just thinking like, you know, even with our careers, I think at one point it was like, um, you're supposed to get a job and stay there for 40 years and then you're all set. But it's like, it's okay if that, if your original dream isn't the same, um, doesn't stay the same and you want to switch to something else. And I love that you said, give yourself permission because yes. it's like, you really do have to give yourself permission. Like you don't need permission from anybody else, but like yourself to make those changes. And um, that is again, so key, give yourself permission, give yourself permission to grow, to change, to evolve, to be different. A good friend of mine, she um, has, has been an attorney for many years, uh, but she wants to open up a restaurant, but oh, she's, wow. having a hard ch- she's having a hard time letting go of, I put so much time and energy into becoming an attorney and, and all these things. And what are people going to think? I was like, it doesn't matter what they think, but are you happy being an attorney? <laughs> you know, right. at the end of the day, is this really what you want to do? And, she, and it's not. Yeah. And so uh-huh. I just keep encouraging her, have the courage again, to speak, to you know, use your own voice, your own power to speak what you want your life to look like. 
If you yeah. want to go open a restaurant, go open a restaurant. Yeah. I feel like that's like a whole nother, like we can have like a whole nother conversation about like how to like make that change. And yes, um, yeah, uh, I love it. But um, you mentioned your book um, a little bit ago. So I just want to highlight that. And uh, will you tell us a little bit about the book you were referring to and where people can find it? Absolutely. Um, I want to, I would like to give a little backstory about the book. Um, yeah. I never thought I would be an author. That was not on my radar. Right. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school, my senior year in high school, my English teacher told me I was one of the worst writers he had ever had. Oh gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, prove him wrong. <laughs> and I was like, and writing has always been a challenge for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm a better talker than I am writer. I've, I've known that all my life about myself. Right. Yeah. So the little confidence I had in my writing <laughs> up to that point. It was just squashed, you know, I was like, oh my God, you know, it's like, okay, I try not to let his words said to me affect me, right? Yeah. I try not to, but it did. So fast forward, you know, uh, I started on your amazing movement. Uh, my business coach, she was like, you need to write a book. And I was like, I can't write a book. My English teacher told me I was a, a terrible writer. That's exactly what I had told her, said to her, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it was still carrying was still listening to his voice, right? And so she was like, really? I said, yeah, I can, you know, I I just can't do that. And so then she said to me, she said, well, what if you can write a book that it can impact someone's life? Yeah. That's, I said, oh, you got me there. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta write the book. So that's why I wrote the book. And it was always on the premise that if I can help at least one person, it was worth it, you know? And so I wrote the book and it's called um, Own Your Amazing, Discover Your Power to Create an Amazing Life. We have the power to create whatever kind of life we want to create if we only take it. Yeah. And so in the book, I talk about, like I said before, divine design, understanding how special, how unique, how amazing we really are. And if we only got, got that one principle, that would change your life, really. Yeah. Because we are the only ones like us on the planet, ever have been, currently, and ever will be. We'll n- never be another me or another you. And we need to really embrace that and celebrate that. But we work, we have to work so hard not to hear other voices that tell us that we're not pretty enough, we're not thin enough, we're not smart enough. All these critical things that we take in and it keeps us from really owning that we are amazing. Yeah. And so I talk about that. I talk about affirming your own brilliance, meaning if no one else thinks you are, you know, hot stuff, you got to think it for yourself. You know, you got to know I'm, I'm good. I'm okay as right. I am. And I talk about surrounding yourself with people who are going to celebrate you, who are going to encourage you to be you. And so I also talk about in the book about um, how we are uh, created on purpose and for a purpose. It's no accident that we're here. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to live out why we were created. What we had to create, you had to live out why we were, we showed up to the planet. It was like, why are you here on the planet? Yeah. What do you, to do? you know, not to just take up space. Mm-hmm. You really came to give your gifts. And then finally, I'll talk about sharing your brilliance with the world. The gifts, the talents, the things that we have, they're not for ourselves, they're for other people. Yeah. But if we don't ever give it, we don't ever show up, no one can be blessed by our brilliance. Right. And so that's what the book is about. I, and in, in, in some of the chapters in the book, there are little exercises to do 
um, to really hone in on the principle that I'm teaching in that particular chapter. And so um, oftentimes, for example, when I talk to people who want to start their business, they were like, well, um, I don't want to do this because someone else already does that. Well, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> there are a lot of businesses that do exactly what you do, but they can't do it exactly the way you do it. Mm -hmm. You bring a different perspective. You bring yeah. a different um, you know, ideas to it. Like for an example, a lot of people have podcasts, but nobody has a podcast exactly like yours. Right. That's why yeah. that you do yours, you know? Mm -hmm. And I said, what if McDonald's and, and Wendy's say, I'm not going to do a burger because, you know, Burger King has a burger. Well, that's like everybody can do their burger. Right. <laughs> everybody's burger is different and everybody can appreciate um, the different hamburgers, you know, some like Wendy's, some like McDonald's. But the point is, we are here to share ourselves with the world so the world can benefit from our brilliance. Yes. Oh, I love it. And just like, I love that you share your story about like, writing the book and not wanting to because you still had this story in your head of your English teacher saying you were like the worst writer and like, I just feel like that's it's so powerful because you know you're talking about like the power of your voice but you still have to put those challenges of like the stories that creep up and just proving him wrong because you you know listened to your own voice and told yourself like a different story and looked at it from a different perspective so like Absolutely. Like the, yeah, like the whole premise of you writing this book and getting it out there, just like so many levels of like power towards <laughs> your whole concept, you know? Because I, I was, I was afraid. It was so funny. The book was, the manuscript was done, edited, put together, and it was time for me to launch it. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put it out there. But then I heard my own voice. Yeah. I heard myself say, if it can help at least one person, it was worth it. I didn't listen to my English teacher at that point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I listened to myself and I said, if it can help at least one person, it's worth it. Yeah. If one person can get something from the book, one nugget, one sentence, one thing that can change their lives, it was worth it. Yeah. It was totally worth it. So we got we to gotta be mindful of what we're saying to ourselves about ourselves. It's so key. Yeah. That's the power of your own voice. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit more about this Own Your Amazing movement and like, where did this idea like really stem from? Okay. Another story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Again, you know, I was on this, this journey of self-discovery, like, well, who am I? I remember graduating from college with a master's degree. I was out having, my friends gave me a party and we're having a good time. And then I just got depressed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, is this it for me? Is there more to life than this? I, I did everything they said, but I'm still not happy. This, this Is this it, you know? And so that kind of really started the journey for me, like really looking within and trying to figure out my life. So fast forward, I had, you know, read lots of self-help books, went to conferences. So this one particular conference I went to um, I had gone out to dinner the night before the conference began with an attendee. So we were just talking, getting to know one another, great conversation. So the next day in the conference, um, every attendee had a chance to come to the front of the room for the facilitator to kind of coach you and all those kind of things, right? Yeah. But the funny part is that people who had gone up there before me, they were crying and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sitting in my chair thinking like, I am not going to cry when I go up here. I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm just here to get my life, right? 
Yeah. Well, here I go up here. As soon as I sat down, I started crying. <laughs> I just started boohooing. And she was like, oh my God, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm not happy. And I don't know why. And wow. so I was like, I just need to figure out how to be happy and, and to feel like I'm living on purpose. Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, the things that I'm doing, is that really what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. So the, the, the lady who I had gone out to dinner with the night before the attendee, mm-hmm. she raised her hand and she was like, I know what's wrong with you, right? And so in my mind, I'm thinking, we just met. How do you know what's <laughs> wrong with me? I've been on this journey of self-discovery for years. How are you going to, you know, all this went through my head, right? Mm-hmm. But I just looked at her. I said, oh, okay. I said, so what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. She said, you're smart. You're brilliant. You're beautiful. You're talented. She said, but you don't own it. She said, you need to own your amazing and stop playing small. Ooh. I was like, that's it. <laughs> I was like, that's it. People in the room were like, oh my God, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, like that's powerful. I was like, that is it. And I thanked her for saying that to me. It was life-changing because she also gave me the language. She languished for me what I had really been feeling. I knew that was more for me to do. Yeah. I knew there was so much more for people around me to do. It's like, we should be doing so much more. Mm -hmm. We should be doing amazing things. We should be living lives that we are excited about. Yeah. But I wasn't. And the people around me was not either. Right. And so that was the start of it. She was the words for the Own Your Amazing Movie. So that's how, so I'm encouraging people to really show up for yourself in your own life. To really take your power back and create a life that is amazing. It's a quote that says, a lot of people live a life of quiet desperation. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. They're just going through the motions. They're unhappy in their marriages. They're unhappy at their jobs. They're just, they're just unhappy. Right. And they're just going through it. And it's just like trying to survive life. That was not what this was designed to be. Mm-hmm. We can create an amazing life. You can do whatever you, you want to do that makes you happy, but we have to have the guts and the courage to go about doing it. Yeah. And it takes courage. Trust me. Yeah. It does. It does because like we said before, everybody's not gonna be on board. Right. But when you have enough strength from within to say, this is what I'm gonna do because this is my life. Mm-hmm. And this is what's gonna make me happy and fulfilled, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's and the then, message, that's the movement. Yeah. I love it. And like tell me like exactly like what does own your amazing, like what does that like really look like and feel like for somebody? It looks like and feel like what we just said before is you getting really clear as to what it is you want your life to look like. Yeah. And then going about creating that, owning yeah. who you are, owning your life, living truly authentically, own you, own that you are amazing. A lot yeah. of times we don't think that we're amazing, but we got to own it. And when we own it, we're happier, we're more fulfilled, we're going about life just really doing that thing whatever that thing may be, we're doing it. We, we're, we're on it, you know? Yeah. Life is really great. And, and here's the thing I want to make sure I, I, I pinpoint is that, and it's whatever you say that it is that makes your life amazing. What makes my life amazing to me may not make it amazing to someone else. And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Someone might say, well, I want to live in the countryside. That, that's amazing to me. Someone else might say, well, no, I want to live by the beach. 
Okay, mm-hmm. go do that. <laughs> you yeah. know, if, if you want to live by the beach, don't live in a high rise apartment in, in New York City. <laughs> go live by the beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, don't, and that's, don't, that's don't live a, by the beach. Yeah, that's, like, that's a good point too, because like to really remind yourself that it's like whatever you want and amazing looks different for everybody. Um, because I think that's the other thing is like people kind of get sucked up into the like, well, this is like the key to success, or this is what a successful life yes. looks like. But no, it's it really is whatever you want, whatever is going to make you happy and make it feel most fulfilling for you. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, some of my friends and family laugh because I do have a private practice, you know, speech mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. I only go in the office three days a week. Okay. And people ask me, like, why do you do that? Because that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Created that for myself. Right. It was like, do you work weekends? No, I do not work on weekends. Why not? Because I don't want to work on weekends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that simple. Yeah. I work long hours on the days that I'm there, but I'm only in there three days a week. Right. Because I, my, my father, bless his heart, he's... <laughs> I first kind of got my work schedule like that and he would call me or I would call him in the middle of the day. Uh-huh. He's like, what? You're not at work? <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to work. But he came from the mindset that you have to work a 40-hour work week. Right, yeah. This is what work looks like uh, Monday through Friday, 40 hours a week. Well, that's not what my work life looks like. Yeah. And so, again, we get to define what it is. And I think what's interesting, especially with this... Um, pandemic that has happened that a lot of people uh, you know are telecommuting or mm-hmm. they're doing they, they're they're doing work differently now they're right. just, you, know, you can do work differently yeah yeah, yeah. We, we 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 are redefining what work looks like mm-hmm. you really can do that you know yeah, so, yeah I love it I've cool. always been um like it's a believer that you can have your own work schedule and like you don't have to always be on like someone else's timetable and stuff and I mean I think that's one of the kind of positives that's come out of this pandemic is that we've mm-hmm. kind of reevaluated what our uh, work life really looks like um, and that there are other options and that people can work from home and have that flexibility and stuff so I'm just like I think that was kind of an eye-opener that a lot of us needed so I think so too and even uh one of my favorite shows on HGTV I don't know if it comes on HGTV anymore but Tiny House oh yeah love that show when I was like oh my god (laughs) again redefining what home life looks like Mm -hmm. we say you gotta get a job and get these big houses well if that works for you great but for some people I like I don't I don't need that yeah and I'm okay And, and that's what makes them happy you know what I mean? Yes. So sure. that is the thing. I just want to encourage people to really own their amazing by really defining their lives for themselves. Mm-hmm. Own that who you are is enough. And then go about just creating a life that you love, not one you're tolerating. Oh, I love it. And so, I mean, I think we've kind of talked about it throughout, but yeah. um, I would just kind of love for you to share, like, how has being yourself really impacted your life? Um, I can honestly say that since I really like started the movement, because I tell people all the time that, you know, the movement is really for me. Yeah. (laughs) Other people to come along if you want, but Mm -hmm. me really embracing 
the principles of it has really just changed my life. I'm so much more happier. Yeah. I'm so much more fulfilled. Um, I, I'm excited about life. I was like today, I was excited to know I get to come on and have a conversation with you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. This is my life. And I love it. And I want to do more of it. I want to, I love encouraging people. I love inspiring and motivating people to live their lives, you know? Yeah. So I've created this. I've created this and, and what has happened for me, I am a much happier person. Yeah. I am going about my dreams. You know, last night I was uh, on a, a virtual event with a friend of mine who did a movie and I was in his movie. Oh, you know, cool. He first, <laughs> he first asked me to be in his documentary. I was like, yeah, first, you know, like me, who? But so opportunities and scenes come. And it's like, yeah, why not? This is great. And so again, the point is that it has changed my life that I'm happier. I'm more fulfilled. I feel like I'm living on purpose. I feel like I'm giving, you know, of myself to other people to help impact the world. Yeah. That, that lights me up. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I really am. And and I, I, I couldn't always have said this. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a time in my life I did not feel this way. Yeah. I had levels of success, yeah, but on the inside, I was like, this is not it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is, is there not more to life for me? Right. This isn't it. And so I know a lot of people are, can, can relate, like, this is not it. Yes, you have, I said, you have the corner office, you have the degrees, you have the family, you have the this, but on the inside, you're not happy. Right, yeah. Happy. I love that you have, found uh you know like what makes you happy and what amazing looks like for you and I mean I can just tell it lights you up and like it lights me up like I love it like that's I mean that's why I have this podcast is I just yeah. want people to really own who they are and like live their best lives and I just think it's you know it's different for everybody so uh, I just love it and what what message do you want to really leave with people today some final message is really that really get to know who you are. Mm -hmm. I know this sounds simple, but it's life-changing. It yeah. is truly life-changing. If you just take a little time, get quiet and just say, who am I? What do I want? How do I want my life to look like? You know, what really lights me up? Just take time to get to know who you are. Another quote I always say, the most important relationship you will ever have mm -hmm. is the one that you have with yourself. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so simple, but I love that it is really life-changing to get clear on who you are. And then that can just, that's that stepping stone to change everything and get to that place that you want to be. So, yeah. And where can people find you and connect with you and, and join this um, on your amazing movement? So I always tell people to start with the website, which is on your amazing Again, ownyouramazingnow.com and it's information about the book is there. You can also find the book on Amazon, but you also get a personalized copy from me if you order through the website. So I love when people order the book through me because I, I write them a very special message, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so, but you can get the book there, more information about the movement, some freebies on there as well. But I also would love for people to, to connect with me on um, Facebook and you can find me at Dr. Denise on your amazing again at Dr. Denise on your amazing. That's the best way to find out about upcoming events that I'm having. Um, 
I'm on there weekly. I come on every Thursday morning uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I do a thing called Think About It Thursday, where I just give a few minutes of inspiration and motivation just to kind of get people thinking, again, uh, to reflect on their lives and how we're living life and how we can create, you know, amazing lives that we want and we deserve. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I'll definitely share in the show notes um, all of that so people can connect with you and um, just really be inspired by you and start owning their amazing. I, I really loved this conversation and really appreciate it. And I so thank you for having me. It has been truly wonderful and amazing. And um, I just love the whole thing about be you, you know, I love that. that. That's it. So thank you for creating this platform and thank you for um, trying to reach people and give them the message that it's okay to be you. Yes. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you for listening to the BU podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and write me a review. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at beautifulchick or on my website, beautifulchick.com. Remember, be you, be beautiful.